This is the Vita Foods Insight Podcast with Jade Mitchell-Ross, exploring the key issues affecting the global health and nutrition industry and delving into the trends, news and information key to making good business decisions. Hello and welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. I'm Jade Mitchell-Ross, joined by Dilip Ghosh, Director of NutriConnect. Dilip, welcome. Thank you very much and giving giving me this opportunity. You'll be speaking at Vice Food Europe 2018 on illness to wellness, the paradigm shift in the nutrition and healthcare industry. So I think we should start with what do you mean by the paradigm shift? Paradigm shift means uh, if you see the traditional pharmaceutical business model uh, that is eroding now, uh, not only from a functional point of view, but from a structural point of view. Uh, most of the big pharma companies in the world, uh, they, are, they are most of the revenue not coming from the pharmaceutical business because they are also in the nutraceutical or medical food or some sort of uh, wellness related products. And uh, they are getting more and more stronger every day. And uh, that's why the focus for this industry, the entire healthcare industry, that is moving from illness to the wellness uh, uh, sector. And that's why it is a huge shift from both functional and structural point of view. Okay, I suppose that kind of makes sense. I mean, don't a lot of drugs originate from herbs and botanicals and things that we find in nature. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, um, I have some statistics uh, uh, because uh, I have been talking in this area uh, in a different uh, um, uh, forum. If you see the natural product and natural mimic drug are used to treat 87% of the categorized human disease. Oh, okay. And and over 20 new drugs launched between 2000 to 2005, originating from the terrestrial plant, terrestrial microorganism, marine organism, and some vertebrate or invertebrate. And 11% of the 252 drugs considered as basic and essential are exclusively from the flowering plant. And especially in cancer therapy, and it is a global phenomenon now, not only in the US, it is even in a lot of Indian uh, leading cancer hospital. Uh, out of 175 small molecules, 85 actually from natural sources. It's a huge, huge success story in natural medicine area. And if you see the uh, recent uh, phenomenon, that is the artemisine, and for that, the last Nobel Prize, the Chinese lady, who got the Nobel Prize, uh, Dr. Yu Yu, and that is also came from natural source, the artemisin, the Chinese uh, plant. Okay, so that's one of the shifts. And the other one was focusing on overall health and staying healthy rather than treating the symptoms of an illness. Yep. And if you see the we definitely need drug or pharmaceutical. But when we need, when people are sick, mm. that means 
uh, if you consider 5% of the population, when they seek, they need pharmaceutical intervention. Yeah. But for the rest of the life, the 95% of the population, we don't need pharmaceutical or drug intervention. We need something that can prevent the disease and also sometimes that is we can use as a adjunctive treatment of some pharmaceutical drug. Mm-hmm. So that means the, the, the patient, they are least exposed or low exposed to the pharmaceutical drug. And we, don't, we know a lo- lot of drugs, they have at high dose, they have a very negative uh, uh, effect. So that means with this uh, approach, the wellness approach or the nutraceutical or natural medicine approach, you, you not only you improve your wellness, but also you can uh, decrease the pharmaceutical exposure to the population. So, so for example, take your omega-3 every single day and that keeps your heart and your brain and everything healthy, which puts you at less risk of developing any kind of disorders, which means you need fewer pharmaceuticals across your life. Exactly. And uh, if you give some, some advanced uh, example also, so this wellness product or the natural product, that is not only for the prevention or adjunctive treatment, but sometimes it can be used as the therapeutic like a drug or medicine, like the white willow bark that you can compare easily with the aspirin, the Google or garlic that has a similar effect of the statin, the raufla serpentine that is the resarpin, the valerian that is the one of the western herb that you can replace for the alfrazolam that is some sleeping or depression type of things, huh. and DGL you can easily replace uh, the ranitidine for the our ulcer type of um, drug. So it is one side, it is preventive and adjunctive. And in the other side, uh, it is therapeutic also. That does make sense. We have been seeing the pharmaceutical industry come closer to nutraceutical recently. A lot of them seem to be dipping their toes in the space. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, if you like, one of the great example is the the Pfizer, mm. and if you see when Pfizer bought this white, uh, because Pfizer that time it was hundred uh, percent either uh, patented and little bit genetic product also, but when they acquired this white, uh, their target was in, going to the uh, infant nutrition market. Because white has a uh, the world one of the best uh, brand in this infant formula, and if you see the recent acquisition uh, of uh, Sanofi of uh, that Boringer Boringer Ingelham OTC brand, because BI generally considered as a hardcore pharmaceutical company, but Sanofi. They have 50% OTC product and 50% prescription product. Mm-hmm. And they acquired last year the BI OTC. Uh, they have a, uh, some good OTC product also. Now Sanofi is the world uh, top uh, OTC uh, portfolio also. 
So, and OTC, you know, it is not targeting the uh, disease. It is also wellness or therapy, uh, preventive type of um, approach also. It's interesting to note for another kind of company example that Ganaden, who do their probiotics, they were recently acquired by Kerry, traditionally pharmaceutical. So that's, that's yes. an interesting one to note as well. Yeah, yeah. There are plenty of examples also. Uh, our company in Australia also, that is Soho Flood is international. They last few years, they acquired Ginsana. That is one of the biggest herbal company in Switzerland. Then they acquired Prothera, that is the dietary supplement company and probiotic company in USA. And last two years before, they acquired the Potters in UK. And they have a wide range of uh, therapeutic uh, omega-3 products also. So there is a huge movement in this uh, sector. And that movement mostly to the wellness industry. Do you think it's going to stick? Do you think things will stay focused on wellness or? I think it will stay next 50 years. Okay. That's long enough. Because uh, <laughs> I, have been, I have been working with not only the uh, product development at R&D, I have been working with uh, doctors. I have been working with uh, consumers, patients also. Everybody looking safe and efficacious product. Mm -hmm. So only thing the natural product with strong evidence-based clinically proven natural product can replace this uh, vacant area. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. My pleasure. Nine minutes of perfect content. Thank you for that. That's so interesting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the future, uh, Jade. And you can see last next 10 years, it will be a phenomena. It, it kind of makes sense. I would have thought that that's what the industry would do originally. Doesn't it make more sense to focus on keeping yourself healthy rather than dealing with it when it happens? Yeah, yeah. And if you see that medical food category, that Nestle, Nestle traditionally considered as a food industry. Mm. But last six years, Nestle acquired... 12 companies around the world and all companies, they are small, medium size medical food company. That means when food you position as a therapeutic product. So it is a food you have to take every day, but uh, that is positioned to treat something. So this is one of the classical example. It is not only the pharmaceutical industry moving to the wellness sector, but the food companies also, they are moving to the some sort of pharmaceutical or therapeutic area. Wow, absolutely fascinating. I'm really looking forward to your talk when you're in um, Vitafigura. Yeah, I'm I really think it, it, will be, it. It, will be, it will be fascinating. You can learn more about the nutraceutical and functional food industry on our website, vitafoodsinsights.com. Dilip will be speaking at Vitafood Europe 2018 on the subject of illness to wellness, the paradigm shift in the nutrition and healthcare industry. If you like what you heard, register to attend at vitafoods.eu.com. Follow us on Twitter at VF underscore insights. And remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Vitafoods Insight podcast. Follow us on Twitter at VF underscore insights and remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. 
VitaFoods Insight is an always-on engagement platform designed to explore key issues affecting the global health and nutrition industry. Visit our website, vitafoodsinsights.com, for more.